Van Halen and Jump from 1984, 7.44 your time. Joining us next in the drive-up lane is uh, Superintendent of Grand Haven Area Public Schools, Mr. Andy Ingalls, who's had a very busy year, a very busy last week or two, and he joins us right now. Good morning. How are we doing? I'm good. How about you? I love hearing that uh, Van Halen song. I remember being 14 years old, air keyboarding that for hours on end. <laughs> <laughs> love Van Halen. I remember when the first time when my boys were little, we were playing Kiss, and they thought, God, this band's really good, man. And then later on, my son Will goes, this guy, Paul McCartney, he was in a band <laughs> – he was in a band called uh, Wings. And I said, yeah, he was in a band called The Beatles before that, too. <laughs> yeah, they were so pretty you know. good. <laughs> so anyway, well, you had a uh, board meeting last night. What happened? Yes, we did. So ultimately, um, the board decided that broadly for the district, it was time to um, hit the pause button with the governor's order from Sunday night, which um, puts high schools um, into 100% remote um, beginning tomorrow on Wednesday. Um, while the governor said K-8 could stay open, she did indicate it's a local district decision, use your data. They did say within that order that anybody, you know, if it is possible to work remotely, you should work remotely. And certainly for us, um, remote learning isn't what we consider ideal, but it is possible. We've had an incredibly generous community with technology resources. We've got devices for every single student. Our staff has devices. Um, we're able to provide hotspots. We can do it. Again, it's not ideal. So the board made the decision. We'll move K-6 to remote starting Thursday. So that gives today and tomorrow for parents to plan for daycare needs or make work arrangements, whatever they need to do. We know that's, that's a big burden on um, parents with young kids, but also two days for our teachers to to plan and prepare to work with their students to make sure the systems are ready to go they've been everybody's been using the things that that they knew they might eventually anyways seesaw google classroom um, a variety of resources so two days ago um, so the district will be fully remote um, as of thursday central will be back to remote starting tomorrow everybody will stay remote through tuesday december 8th and really that's a that's a nice timeline it gives 10 days following, I guess it's nine days after the Thanksgiving holiday, just to hopefully have a little additional quarantine time, a little stay-at-home time if, uh, for anybody that's even doing those uh, two-family household gatherings. And hopefully we can get back for a week and a half in December, get all our uh, teachers and students to check in, exchange some resources, do a little face-to-face -face again, and, and see what happens. But of course, the, the board will plan to meet again. We've got a special meeting already planned for December 1st to revisit see where things stand, see what we're hearing from the state levels, what we're hearing from local health officials, um, and make a decision going forward from there. Obviously, the COVID numbers are out of control statewide. For I mean, sure. It isn't just one area like it had been. I mean, yep. it's everywhere. You're seeing it here now. Why not just keep it remote in through the holiday break? Christmas? I, think, I, I think we're trying to keep in line with, with what we're hearing from the state and more broadly. We as a district really still want to prioritize trying to be face-to-face -face learning. So we're trying to balance the the difference between um, making a short shutdown and and being able to try and see our see our kids that our teachers want to see our kids in person when they can and as much as they can trying to balance that with certainty we also know parents count on the rhythm of school and kids coming to school and all that all that makes our whole community work in terms of school and work and and all of that so this is just the balanced decision let's try this let's see where we go um, and we can make some decisions going forward we're, we're really trying to avoid an extended long-term shutdown but of of course, time will tell because we know the numbers don't just turn the corner and, and disappear um, overnight. I, I almost think that the MHSA is almost fooling themselves, thinking that they're going to be able to play these 
championship games in mid-December. I just, I got to tell you, last Tuesday, Greg and I, Greg King and I were doing volleyball over at Rockford, and I was extremely nervous. They had four teams playing over there, and there were a lot of people in that gym, and I just did not feel comfortable. We got out of there as fast as we could, and I just don't see how they're going to be able to pull this. I know they want to play it, and it's all about the kids and all that stuff, but I just can't fathom how they're going to be able to pull this off before the end of the year. Yeah, I think ultimately, my opinion is ultimately if if we do get a window where we can – where the governor is able to remove those restrictions or the health department. If a window does open in December, after December 8th, I think they'll have to do all the con- any of those fall sport finishes with no spectators. They'll have to find venues, places where it's kids, coaches only, no spectators, try and live stream, try and do everything else for fans. I think that's probably the best we could hope right now. Mm, interesting. Where do you suspect everything's going to go here? They're talking about a vaccine, hopefully in January. But Dr. Fauci, who said two months ago, and I played the soundbite the other day, two months ago, beginning of September, said, I suspect, this is Dr. Fauci talking, that we will be like pre-COVID-19 by late 2021. That's what he said, and that was two months ago. And he's the one guy I believe in all this stuff. You know <laughs> what I mean? It's hard to keep your eyes on the horizon. Yeah. I just, you know, I, I really, you just don't know. That's that's part of the reason you take it. Sometimes I, I said um, to somebody last night, I said, sometimes it's one day I can only focus on today. Hopefully I can focus on tomorrow, maybe next week, maybe two weeks, maybe two months. That's that's part of it. We're trying to make, dis- we can't make all our decisions. We don't know what January, February, March are going to bring. It certainly is good to hear the positive news that the vaccines are coming, but we know those are going to have to get rolled out with a certain set of priorities and protocols and it's going to take time there's going to be people that question or are unsure about it and so i think we have to all for the benefit of all just keep keep hunkered down as much as we can keep doing the personal protective things that we can not only for ourselves but for our friends and our families our co-workers um, all those around us try and stay patient try and try and keep doing the things that bring a little bit of joy and happiness to your life where you can and you know if that's grabbing takeout or making sure you're doing a zoom meeting or whatever whatever it is that that you need to to get through but um yeah it, it sure doesn't seem like uh it's going to be uh it's going to be gone by spring break or disappeared i think our all right, 2021 is probably going to be a little better than 2020, but um, I think we got a ways to go yet. Okay, meal pickup. When's that? Yeah, so we're continuing. Um, there will be a meal pickup tomorrow. So for any of our families that are even starting remote on Thursday, look for our order. There's a link in the letter that we sent to families. So look for that link if you got the letter or look on our website. We'll, we've got that letter posted on our website. Click that link. You can order meals and pick them up tomorrow. Grand Haven High School, 4 to 5. White Pines, 5 to 6. I'm sure they'll have some extras ready. So even if you don't get a chance to order and you need something by one of those places there'll be another pickup next monday we're doing monday because it's thanksgiving week and and um, staff is off on wednesday there'll be a pickup monday same thing grand haven high school four to five white pines five to six and then the following week on december 2nd there'll be another pickup on that wednesday same time and place grand haven high school white pines four to five and five to six we talk about frontline workers such as doctors nurses medical personnel police fire people in the front lines are dealing with all this but I think, and I know you know this, your teachers, your custodial staff, your bus yep. drivers, special need teachers, your front, your front office staff, your board. I mean, you guys have gone through a lot, and, I, and you and I talk off the air, and I want to make sure you reiterate on the air. You've done a very good job doing it, but I want you to reiterate again the, the importance and, and how proud you are of them because you say it off the air all the time to me. So Yeah, they do a great job, and I, it, it's true there. I, I say they're, 
maybe the, maybe sometimes our teachers don't get enough credit as essential workers. Education for our children is an essential part of America. And so our teachers are, are putting themselves out there and putting themselves online. And that's the teachers that are teaching face-to-face, and that's the teachers that have been teaching in our Buck Virtual Program all year long. It's all of them, and it's all of the people that support our bus drivers, our food service workers, our custodial maintenance, all of our ESC staff to make sure everybody gets paid and gets your insurance taken care of. Um, it's amazing work, um, but that's also part of the balance we're trying to strike right now as well. It's essential for kids to be in school and be learning. The health and safety of the 900 Grand Haven Area Public Schools employees is also critically important to us, and we're trying to balance that, take care of our kids, take care of our staff. If we don't have a healthy staff, we can't deliver the education. So, again, we know we can we can do it virtually. It's not our favorite thing. It's not our ideal thing. But we think this is the right time to, to slow it down a little bit, see if we can at least level things off, and maybe we can get back for a while. We talk about learning moments. I mean, I don't know if anybody will go through a learning moment like this again in their lifetime (laughs) of how to all of a sudden crash course, learn virtually online, building programs that can go online, going to school, not going to school, being online, being at home, being at school, whatever, all the restrictions. I mean, 20 years from now, 30 years from now, when their kids are complaining about something, they're going to say, hey, time out. I'm going to tell you about 2020 (laughs) and the COVID thing. They're going to be like, whatever. I heard that story a hundred times, Dad. Yeah, it's uh, there's no owner's manual. There's no there's no historical manual really for us to go back to. So you're creating. I want to say you're making it up as you go, but you're creating it as you go every single day. It's new. It's different. Um, I think there 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 are probably going to be uh, pand- courses in college down the road for uh, teachers and administrators about preparing for unknowns and and how to how to live and survive through a pandemic. We know our we know our nation, our world for for centuries has had its issues of things you got to deal with, whether it's living through a world war. Um, living through Vietnam, um, living through the Great Depression. Think about, you know, we talk about eight or nine months. Think about 10 years of the Great Depression. Um, everybody's had their had their moments. I've, I've, I, I know my dad is different um, for some of the things he's, he's lived through in his life. There's no doubt all of us that are living through this right now will we'll see things and do things differently for the rest of our lives. And our kids and our grandkids will sometimes say, why are you doing that? Why are you like that? Um, but, you know, I, I, I remember my grandma, you know, the way she pinched pennies and saved food scraps because she was a child in the Depression. There are going to be things that, that we do and we're careful about, whether it's um, spread of virus or, or just the way we prepare and have contingency plans that people are going to say, why are, you, why are you always so worried? Why are you worried things are going to change on a dime? And you say, because we lived it for a year and a half or two years. Yeah. It's amazing. Absolutely. Thank you for what you and GHAPS and all teachers out there do everywhere. And it's amazing what you guys have gone through and gals. And I, I, uh, I'm always sitting back in awe of watching on how you react and how you adapt and overcome. <laughs> Thanks, Eric. You know, we're, we're uh, I'm immensely proud of the proud of the staff, and um, we're really fortunate. I've Patrick Moran was on uh, a call with United Way yesterday with Rotary, um, and you know the the accolades for what the Tri Cities does to pull together and support support our each other and ourselves and and make it work and get through things. Um, so I feel really fortunate to be able to not only work here but to live here and just be a be a citizen in Grand Haven. By the way, I need to thank you. I got a text message from somebody while we were talking here. It said, I know you didn't hear because you run city council last night, but Andy gave you a pretty big shout out during the Board of Education meeting last night. I didn't hear it, but thank you. You're welcome, of course. Yeah, I appreciate this opportunity all the time to 
to come on. I was the board was asking the question about how are we gonna how are we gonna make sure people know and have as much time as possible. And so I shared that we were we we had a draft letter and we would send a letter last night. We did that right about nine o'clock. But I said I, I bet you um, I can be on on the radio in the morning with Eric and make sure that that all the listeners on WAWL get an update and hear about that. Um, we appreciate you always send a recording so we can post that on our website yep. and and follow up with that. So we really appreciate the community access and helping get word out when uh, important things are happening and changing. I tell you and I tell everybody else, if I don't know, all you got to do is text me and say, can I come on? You're on. It's automatic. So, yep. you know, there's no Appreciate wait time. It. It's just automatic. But I need to know. So I always ask everybody to please tell me. So thank yep. you. You got it. Thanks for all you do. Andy Engel, Superintendent of Grand Haven Area Public Schools, good enough to come on with us here on the mighty 103.5.